is the Introverts Bubble Podcast with me, Anung of Courageous Creativity, a place for us introverts and homebodies to get out of our heads and have some adventures. I would love it if you would jump on iTunes to leave a review or go to the site and give a donation. Hey guys, I thought it'd be time for another Q&A session here because I got a couple of kind of random questions and they just don't really fit into another blog post or podcast episode. So I thought I'd kind of just answer a couple of them right here. First one I get a couple of times almost daily now is like, what do you use to record your podcast? And kind of a secondary thing is kind of like, why does it sound so differently sometimes? Well, for the first part, kind of together is that when you do a podcast, you keep learning and you upgrade and everything else. So I hope I keep getting better at it because it's it's a little hard to figure out what you want to do better at sometimes. And equipment kind of is the easy thing, even though it's the expensive one. And no one wants to learn how to speak better or outline things and stuff like that. So it's kind of a kind of a weird thing. <clears throat> Well, you hear some of my, I think my first eight episodes when, before I changed name and everything else, I started out with just my iPad mini, like the old, old one. I think it was already like four years old by the time that started. I had like a basic lapel mic and I just used GarageBand because it was all, I had stuff I already had. It was free. So it didn't really matter. And then after that, when I changed the name, to the introverts bubble, and um, I got more equipment. I got an iPad Pro more for, like, I needed it for more for more business stuff with my writing, and I, did, I specifically, like, asked someone when I was at the Apple Store, like, what good ways of re- recording I can do it on this. And we practiced with a bunch of them and seeing how it sounded. It sounded really good, as long as I had a good microphone. And the one I have is actually made for iPads. It's called the Shure Motive MV88 microphone. Shure is in C-H-U-R-E. And I record on Ophonics, which is a free program. And they actually do a very basic uh, editing. So if you want to have, you have an intro and outro, and you, it'll connect it to the main part of your recording. And just do kind of the basic inf- info on there, give you copyrights and descriptions, keywords, and then like basic stuff for noise cancellation, making sure the volume's a little more evened out. It doesn't, it doesn't do a great job with like all of it, but it's very simple and easy. And that's all I really need. I don't like to do very much work. I like to keep it very simple. I only do a little bit of editing when I forget to take a pause. Like I forget to pause the recording. And when I have like a break in there and I'm like, I just, sat there for 20 seconds and not said anything or if I have a couple ums or a couple times I have taken out some swear words that are just me filling space in that part of the actual conversation and part of the reason why some of my other reasons why my sound is different other than the equipment is that I'm experimenting on where I'm doing it at like I mostly do it in my office I kind of have a few things around to help kind of deaden the noise which isn't always the easiest I'm still building something to make it a little better. Uh, a couple times I've done it on my living room. I'm sitting on the floor with my recording sitting on the couch with little deading things, but it's still the bigger room, so it's got a little bit of an echo. I've done it on the floor of my office. I made myself like a pillow fort 
And you sometimes hear weird noises, and that's my dog moving around. And one time I did it in my closet, because that's where all the clothes are. I think that was part of my best quality of sound. And it was kind of one of those things that I wanted to close myself off in a little more, because it was a very hard subject. And it was a little more easier to talk about with like myself kind of cocooned in. Um, I had a couple people, because I, I guess I, I didn't realize my demographic is getting a little younger than not, and got into the conversation of whether or not I recommend going to college. And this is kind of a, nothing to do with really with being introvert or not, because I talk about, I loved college, but I went into it not specifically for, I need to get a career, I have to go this for this like specific job, and I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Like, I never did that. I went to learn. And that's what I got out of it. I learned some great things. I, not just like the stuff you learned in school, but it's just like how to balance my paycheck for all my bills, saving up for studying abroad. That was my biggest thing was studying abroad and just all the different things you kind of get thrown at as an adult that I, I made myself get into. Um, honestly, it's up to you for college because Honestly, for a lot of things out in the world, you don't really need it. And it's kind of turning into these people who have like jobs for like entry-level jobs that don't used to not require college degrees and stuff like that. And now they do because there's, there's so many out there. And honestly, like you want to be an artist, be an artist. If you want to do graphic design, you can learn that by yourself. I, I have my own apparel line. I can't design worth shit. I don't know how to use Illustrator or anything like that. I can do basic stuff on Photoshop, but I don't do very much editing on my photos. I do my own photography, which I taught by myself. When I went to Ireland, I got the camera. I just looked up random magazines, books. I read through the actual manual for my Nikon, which was kind of a... I should really got some good information in there. You never realize, like, manuals can be really useful for your equipment. It's because... If you're not sure, there's no reason for you to just jump into college. It's a lot of freaking money. And especially when you don't know what you're doing. Like, go out and explore. Take time to take a job. There's a lot of volunteer opportunities if you want to travel or try out a job that you don't really want. There's a thing called Wolf, W-O-L-L-F or W-O-L-F-F, where you volunteer and they get you there or they put you up for room and board. And you just kind of... And that's how you can get the places and not have to worry about paying for stuff. But there's a lot of options out there. I mean, I always advocate starting your own business or starting side hustles just to see what what you like to do out there or if you or want want to experiment but still have like a regular like part-time job or full-time job. Either way, anyone else wants any extra stuff on whether or not college or I have no problem talking with you. You can email me, hit me up in any like Instagram or anything else. I would love to talk about it more. Um, this one, <laughs> I, I realize a lot of people ask me this, but I, the one that my mom asked me all the time because it kind of, she's so confused all the time. And it's like, what the hell are you doing now? Most because what I always seem to be doing, doing things, especially new things. And... <laughs> And especially because my mom's always kind of like, you're such an introvert, you say, and you don't want to do all this stuff all the time, but I hear you doing things all the time and and stuff. And 
how are you doing stuff alone and having your time alone if you're always out doing stuff? Well, that is kind of a lie. Yes, I do a lot of stuff for me, but you see it on social media and on like my blog around here. I'm repeating the same stuff. Like I just did a, like there was a Twin Cities Collective party that they had. I've still been talking about that and that's a week and a half later. So it sounds like I'm doing more things because I have it like, oh, I put it on Facebook and then I later on I put it on Instagram and later on I put it on Twitter and then later on I talked about it in person or I just put up some pictures about it. So it's like, that's the problem with social media is that you don't really know what's all going on because I can just schedule the shit out of it all the time, which is awesome because I don't have to be on it all the time either. And that's what I try not to do. I don't want to be stuck in it. And the thing is, I like doing a lot of things. I like being able to come and go with my painting, with my photography. Um, right now, I'm kind of more building my business, getting more products for people that, that you need. But I always want to get sure I get as much free stuff as possible because that's kind of the point of this website and the podcast is getting what people need without having to for it to cost. And another reason why I like working from home, because I sit here, I got three hours of work done, and then I did some research. Because I took the podcast, takes only so much recording, doing intro, outro, doing a little bit of editing. Um, I scheduled my Instagram. I got, I outlined another episode. I worked on my new pair of leggings that I'm getting manufactured soon. So it's like, it's little things that I get broken down. I will, after I'm done with this and upload everything, I'm going to take an hour to read. And then I'll be getting on the next thing, which is probably going to be an aerial or stretch class. Because I like, I like having those spread out through my weeks. I don't like having, for a while there, I did a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday of my classes. And it was a little much, especially for my body. I like going, like, I'll go Sunday, I'll go Tuesday, and then I'll go Friday. And then I was trained at home, too. The point is that everything I do has a lot of alone time with it. So it's not like a, oh, I have to do stuff with people all the time. Yeah, I have stuff for my, my marketing and everything else. It's a lot of social media. Or I, like to talk, I talk to a certain amount of people. So there's nothing new there. I do stuff with the podcasting and working with another podcasting group. and marketing team that's like twice a month yeah i meet i do a meetup for women in podcasting up here in the twin cities once a month that yeah seems like a lot because also with you know how some parents are they you tell them one thing and they don't always remember it and then also you talk about like a week later and like oh yeah you're still doing so much then they think in their mind like oh you have all the stuff going on but they don't remember i repeated the same thing that's on them, not right on me. That's a completely different thing. Oh, there was another question I just remembered that I wanted to put out there. Um, someone asked me, it's like, how can you read in public without being interrupted all the time? And it's kind of a hard question. Like, I can give you some tips and everything else. But honestly, I have a very big aura of, like, fuck off that's that I've grown in years. So it's kind of hard of one of those things. And 
I've had a lot of people like, oh, you look really nice and approachable and everything else, but yet no one approaches me half the time. And honestly, it, it does help. I'm not like gorgeous looking. I'm not very, very attractive. So I feel like that kind of is a gain for me. But I mean, of course, with in public, you kind of need to don't look around. If you see, if you feel someone looking at you, like don't try not to look around. Try not to like see that someone notices that you notice them. Like you can kind of like look at the peripheral and try that. Make sure you have headphones on. I mean, honestly, I don't. I rarely listen to anything while I'm reading. I just have the headphones on so they more likely than not will not bother me. Um, honestly, practice your death glare. I have a very good one. My mom has, hers is like the mom glare and I turned it into my like, my psycho might come out. Please, how about you leave me alone kind of thing. And it has worked a lot of times, especially on the bus when I was in college and I was reading and I would get someone trying to come up to me and I would just, don't move your head. You just move your eyes at them. And it looks really creepy. And I learned this from, strangely from, uh, homeless people. Because my mom used to volunteer with a couple homeless shelters as, as a nurse. Is that no one messes with crazy people. So, <laughs> like, nothing wrong with it. Like, honestly, I wish more people would get help if they could. And it's hard with the systems out there and how everything is. But if you look just a little off, that usually gets enough people to kind of leave you alone. Not enough that everyone tries to not be around you, but just enough to be kind of makes people question or take a step back or second, like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't bother them. <laughs> and that's all I have for now. Please have any other questions, keep them coming. I always love having on my emails, which is anung at courageouscreativity.co. Um, check it out. Like, leave me comments on the blog, which will be linked in the show notes. Hit me out on social media. I also I have courageous underscore creativity as well as introverts bubble on Instagram. Thanks for listening. For full show notes, links, check out freebies, or to give a donation, head over to courageouscreativity.co. Link is in the show notes. As always, please leave a review.